All right, guys, we've got Galaxy head coach Greg Vanny. Uh, we'll start off with Nikki K. Hey, coach. Hope all is well. Just wanted to get an injury uh, update on on the guys who were out before the break and who's uh, available for Saturday. All right. Uh, let's see. Javi is still on sort of and return to play. He won't be available yet for the weekend, as uh, as is the case with Sega. Um, Danilo is questionable. Uh, Dan is back in the group and obviously Derek back in off the suspension. Uh, and I think everybody else is, is good. If I, hopefully I'm not missing anyone. Wonderful. And, and last, uh, last time you guys faced Vancouver, it got a little bit closer, obviously, than you would have liked. What are the keys to maintaining the distance and, and setting the tone early and keeping that uh, throughout the game this time around? Yeah, I mean, I think, again, it's uh, we want to get off to a good start We're on the road and uh, we continue to, to work on the things that we're trying to improve at, play in the vision of the way we want. I felt like, um, you know, adapting in the game is still something that we're we're improving in terms of when the opposition makes adjustments because they're behind or they're trying to push the game or whatever, that we can we can make our own adjustments inside of that as well on the field to to be able to keep the game in our vision of the game, have a little bit more of the possession, uh, control the game through the with the ball a little bit more through the final whistle instead of controlling the game on the defensive side so much through the final whistle, which is happening a little bit. Some of that, as I said to the guys this morning, some of that's just us adapting and recognizing, you know, how many numbers the opposition is pushing forward, how aggressive they're getting in the press and being able to adapt. And some of that is our own doing when we're impatient, trying to hit the final pass too early. We're trying to, to get that next goal so fast and it doesn't happen and we'd give them back the ball and then we force ourselves back into a defensive posture. So some of that is finding the, finding the balance, which is just our own decisions, uh, decision-making. And sometimes we just need to drive the ball into the opposition's half and set up and possess and control field position, make them chase, uh, try to try to demoralize them a little bit and then find the moment to really try to get the next goal. Some of it is, is just is just, again, us adapting and recognizing what the opposition is doing. So, um, you know, those are two things. I think that's a little bit of what happened last time when we were up to to zero. We we you know, they start pushing numbers, start playing a slightly differently. We've got to be able to to regain control of the ball and, and manage the game better with the ball. So. Uh, and especially three games on the road, you know, two of which at altitude, these are things that we've got to be sharper at and more efficient, as I would say to the group, more efficient with, so that we're not, we're not burning ourselves, uh, game after game after game. So, so deep. Thank you. And did you finish Ted Lasso yet? I'll sign off from there. (laughs) I have not that between, uh, the Euros, Copa America, now the Gold Cup, and us watching us and our opponents. I haven't watched much TV outside of uh, just soccer. So, uh, but I will. I will. I promise. All right. Next, we'll toss it over to Damien Calhoun. Damien, you have your hand raised. Yeah. Sorry yeah. about that. Yep. Hey, um, Greg. So with with Javier, is are there is there a chance we see him Wednesday? There is uh, some hope that we'll see him in the course of the week, whether that's Wednesday or Saturday. We're we're trying to progress him along and see where that's at. Um, we're from a from our 
mindset, we're trying to push him along without rushing him. And that's that we're going to stick in that, that mindset. So as he's ready, as he, as he feels good and as he achieves the things that we need him to achieve, to feel comfortable with putting him back, that we're not, there is no risk about putting him back, then we'll take those steps. So Wednesday, I would say is, is questionable. We're hoping that Saturday is a lot more probable, but um, I, I won't really know until he starts crossing some of those thresholds that we, that we want and his return to return to play. Now, are you guys going to stay in, in Salt Lake after um, Saturday's games? Or are you going to travel back home or what's the travel plan? Uh, we, we will stay. Yeah, we'll stay. And uh, with every day that we're there, we adapt just a little bit more to the altitude. So it's it's minimal games, but gains, but it's better than traveling and having adding a couple more flights to our to our week and our agenda. So. And one more is Javier's injury. Is it serious in what you guys thought initially or is it still? No, it's. No, it's still just a, it's a minor, it's a grade right. one soleus. The, again, the issue a little bit for us and precaution is it's in a similar area to what he was dealing with last year. And so uh, with that, and because of the history, you always want to be a little bit more cautious in, in the approach to, to getting him back. And so, um, you know, that's the diligence here on that side. All right, thank you. Mm-hmm. Next we'll go to Josh Gessman. Josh, your audio is not working. And you're on mute, I think. Nope, still not working. I will let you sort it out. Uh, Next, we'll go to Larry Morgan. Oh, I didn't have my hand hand raised, but uh, might as well ask a couple questions. Uh, One, uh, can you first talk about the contract extension Efrain signed today? And two, can you talk about the immediate impact Ryan on his head on this team. I mean, he's barely been on the team and he's played two games, both times, 90 minutes, scored a goal. Can you talk about him? Yeah, uh, first, just with Efra, obviously a young man with loads of talent. Um, he's a difference player, difference making player. You know, even though he's young, he has incredible vision, very smooth on the ball. Uh, he's going to get goals and assists. And he's a he's a young man that, we want more time with to continue to develop his uh, his skill set. You know, for me, some of the things in working with Efra are just is is helping him to learn how to organize those final actions just a little bit earlier. Um, you know, you see someone like Vic who's been doing this, Victor Vasquez has been doing this for a number of years. He's already thought three, four seconds ahead, and he knows how the attack's going to end before the ball even gets to him, and he's already organized that final pass and everything else. I just want to keep working with, uh, you know, with with Efra to to develop that, those little things. So he's playing a little bit further ahead of the game and he's organizing his his incredible potential to impact games just a little bit sooner. Um, continue to, for him to grow physically and, and mature as a young man. He's you know, he's just turning 19. And so uh, it's really outstanding for us to have a young man who's come through the academy with as much ability as he has. And now we have a little bit more of a window to continue to help him develop and you know at some point there's going to be a time and a place where and an opportunity for him probably to to do something somewhere else you know hopefully at a high level you know whatever makes sense but um that's all part of the equation here and it's all part of the process but we we feel like he's he's making strides especially my short time and being able to work with him i think he's improving 
uh, and he's really committed to, um, you know, the professional side and the work that it's taking for him to, to build a career. And that's been, that's been nice to see. So we're, we're excited that he's, uh, that he's going to be sticking around for a bit and we, we have that time to continue to work with him. Uh, and he, cause he's going to really help impact games as, as he continues to play with us. As far as Ryan, he's, uh, you know, what we've always seen with him when we were, were watching him and it became a possibility. He's an f- outstanding soccer player, very versatile, can play uh, in a center back position. For us, you know, in an ideal world, he's that holding midfielder, that defensive midfield piece that that we that we need and that we want. Someone who's just very aware of his surroundings. He knows when to move to clear space for other people. He knows when to move to get the ball for himself. He knows what his his solutions are. Uh, and this last game in the center back position, when he was facing forward, you, you see just his ability to play balls between lines when he's kind of disguising his pass, his eyes are somewhere else. And then he's fires a ball 25, 30 yards in between the lines to a player in the gap. That is a, is a quality that's unique. Uh, it also will free us up to possibly push Jonah a little higher or, or let him free him up to run, a, to, to do a little bit more back and forth, uh, some eight work. Um, obviously scoring on a set piece. I mean, he's a very, very good soccer player with good physical capacity and gives us um, a lot of versatility in our group. But again, in the vision of what we want to do, he's kind of a piece that that we've been uh, looking to bring into the team that that will help free up some other guys in some ways um, on the attacking side of things. Has he surprised you at how quickly he's adapted to the team and the MLS? Not really, only because, you know, again, the foundation for him is he's a cerebral player. He's a, he's very clever and aware of his surroundings. I thought the one thing that he might uh, have to adapt to is a little bit the physical nature of, of it sometimes, where, you know, players will press you and be physical, more physical sometimes than you're used to maybe in Europe, and referees will let things go a little bit more maybe sometimes than you might see. Um, but I think part of it is uh, – Part of it is just his awareness that he doesn't get himself into those situations too often. Second is he's pretty, he's physically pretty sturdy. And the third is because we dropped him out in the, and we had to, to play center back in some of this, he wasn't in as many of those duels as maybe we would see, but um, not really because again, the foundation of his game is that he's, he's processing the game pretty fast and he's got a solution and his awareness levels high that uh, he's been able to adapt quickly. It, he's still getting fit. I mean, he, before he played the last game, he said, you know, I'm about 60% where I would like to be for, for the game. So if that's 60, we look forward to what a hundred can look like. Uh, We know that that's still going to take us a little bit of time to get him there. He's, he's still also just adapting to a new environment, you know, getting in the right sleep and all those kinds of things. So we're, um, you know, we're excited about what he brings to the equation. A really good guy too, just really peaceful, humble, and uh, just comes into work every day. So it's it's been a, a joy to have. Thanks for your time. Time for a couple more questions for Greg. Uh, next, we'll go to Josh Gessman. His audio is fixed. Yeah, we'll see if it's fixed. Can you hear me, Greg? All good. Yeah. Yep. All right. Good. Um, question about the road trip. Uh, three game road trip. It's your longest of the year. Um, it's, I, I guess, a little helpful that it's in the same place for the first two games. But um, at altitude, I know you talked a little bit about that. What's the mindset going into the the next three games here? Yeah, the you know, obviously you want to get off to a good start in three games on the road. So uh, the first game is, is a game where we want to get ourselves going again and, and uh, get off to a good start. We will, I'm not too concerned about the games with the four day break, the Saturday, Wednesday, I think guys with that, that 
extra day in some ways of rest don't have such a difficult time that extra day is really helpful it's really going from wednesday to saturday then that that short turnaround with a travel day in the middle of it uh is where we'll you know we'll have to to manage a little bit um that might include depending on how things play out that might include management a little bit in the midweek so um the best we have some ideas and plans, but really we'll we'll also see how guys come out of games, how how uh, you know the results will have a little bit to do with it, but really physically how guys are kind of coming out of each game, we'll continue to assess them. But for sure we have ideas, but nothing is a concrete plan because I've learned that every concrete plan just falls apart anyways, and you have to readapt and everything. So we have some uh, we have some ideas on how to get the group through it. Um, it could, in, it could include sometimes just adjusting our shape a little bit to try to be a little bit more uh, controlling in some ways. And, and it could include uh, just some adjustments with players and using players sometimes in slightly different ways where maybe they aren't bombing up and down the sidelines like our fullbacks, for example, using them sometimes in a slightly more conservative manner at times to, to give them rest. So we're going to manage, again, lots of thoughts that are and ideas, um, but we're going to play to win the games. And, and that's, uh, that's going to be the approach. Perfect. Thanks, Rick. Yep. We got time for one more question. Uh, Scott French. Hey, Greg. Um, I've, I have uh, two questions for you. And first off, on Derek Williams, where is he at physically? And maybe more importantly, where is he at mentally? Uh, how did this whole situation uh, impact him? Yeah, physically, I think, you know, he's pretty, he's good. I mean, the only thing he hasn't done is, you know, is play 90 minutes until you get into 90 minutes, you, uh, you've got to kind of work yourself through it. So he'll be in kind of that first game of not, maybe not the first game, but maybe like the third or fourth game of preseason where you've done a lot of training, you've done a lot of work. He's put in uh, a ton of extra work as well, just to try to keep that. But in terms of 90 minutes of match fitness, uh, he's going to have to get a couple games under his belt to, to really get there. The good news is he's a center back and there's usually not a ton of, of running for center back. So he can, um, I'm sure he can manage his way through it just fine. Um, and, but then it's also going to be the turnaround on the short notice, making sure again, that he's, he's, he's durable enough that he can turn around and he feels okay from game to game. Cause these games are going to come quick. So, but he physically, I think he's in a good spot. Uh, mentally, I think, you know, early on, I think there was some, uh, challenges for him and and uh, and it impacted him a lot more. I think as time started to to wear on, as like most things, you kind of start to move on. And uh, I think he's just he's excited and, and anxious to to get back on the field and try to help the team and and to do his job. So uh, from that side, I think he's he's kind of come full circle in that, and he's he's ready to get back out and, and play. Wonderful. And playing Vancouver in Utah as opposed to at BC Place, how is it different? How does that impact the game? And, and perhaps you could talk a little bit about uh, your experience last year when you're playing out of market, what, what the challenges are like for that, and in what ways you guys might be able to take advantage of that. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, the uh, some of the obvious things is playing on grass instead of turf. Uh, obviously, when you go to BC Place, it's on turf. I don't know any players who would rather play on turf than grass. So I think from from that perspective, I think all the players, at least from from the teams that I've had, would much rather play this game on grass than in turf. Uh, but um, you know, at altitude, you're dealing with altitude now. There, these are kind of master of the obvious things. I think you know to the extent that. 
for their team, there's challenges. They're not at home. They're not in their own beds. They're not in, in sort of their own surroundings. I can, you know, and speaking for the guys in Toronto over time, that just starts to wear on people, no matter what, no matter who you are, if you're out of market and you're somewhere else and you're just not in your, your normal everyday, uh, environment it just starts to to wear and the more you don't get results and things become challenging and difficult little things become can become big things real fast and so for them they they've got a lot of things that they have to manage and deal with that are that are not easy because uh because they're not in their own homes and they're not at their own training facility and they don't have you know primary residence and anything specifically it uh it, it can just become it just becomes kind of a grind it can be you know, I don't know. I don't pretend to know what's in their camp and the emotions of the people in their camp or, or staff or anything. I think, you know, what I know uh, of the coaching staff is the, they're resilient guys and they're kind of just look, we got to just get on with it. We can't it's not you know, we can't get too caught up in the situation where we need to focus on our performances and playing because I've, I've talked to Mark a little bit about it. They just you know, they're they're guys who just want to get on with it and keep going, but it can wear on the group. Uh, for us, how does it impact the game? I, you know, I think any team that has had a little bit of a struggle and getting results is you want to try to get on the top of the, on top of the game as early as you can try to, you know, if you can get the first goal, otherwise get control of the game as early as you can and make them feel like it's another one of those days where they just haven't been able to get things, you know, going in the direction that they want. And, uh, then you can control a little bit of the, the mindset in the game and, um, you know, that would be the objective that we would have. As you saw last week at Toronto, they were able to get on top of, of uh, New England quickly and, and they ended up getting a result in, a, in, a, in, a, in an environment, in a situation where they're having a tough, tough time. So we just, we want to try to stay on top of this game, get on top of it early, control the emotion of the game, put it in our vision of the game and uh, make it as difficult on them as possible. Thank you, Greg. Yep. Thanks for the time, Greg. All right, everybody. Thank you. We have Ryan Revolution who will uh, speak right now. All right, guys, we have Ryan here. Um, and we'll start off. Let me just look and see who my hand's raised. Any questions for Ryan, please raise your hand. But we'll start off with Damian Calhoun. Let's go with Damian. Uh, uh, Ryan, hi. Um... Uh, Matthias, uh, can you ask him what was his his first thoughts of um, Major League Soccer and the Galaxy, and how has that sort of lived up to the expectations? Quelles sont tes premières impressions de la MLS et du Galaxy, et à quel point ça correspond aux attentes que tu avais avant? Alors, bonjour à tous. Tout d'abord. Je me suis fait à l'idée que c'était un très bon championnat. Donc, c'est la, la raison pour laquelle je suis venu. Et puis, voilà, je trouve que, que c'est vraiment un championnat qui est en train de, qui est en train de progresser et, et je veux en être. Uh, hello, Ron. Uh, first of all, uh, I understand that uh, Major League Soccer is a very good league and that's why I came here. It's a... Uh, uh, a league that is improving, and that's why I want to be part of it. And one more, did he have any options to stay um, in Europe? Est-ce que tu avais beaucoup d'options pour rester en Europe? Des options, il y en avait, mais voilà, le meilleur choix pour moi aujourd'hui, je pense que c'était de rejoindre les Galaxies. 
there are some options, but the best choice for me was to join Galaxy. Okay, thank you. Next, we'll go to uh, Josh Kessman. Hey, Ryan. Uh, welcome to uh, to Los Angeles. Uh, my question is, um, you know, you seem to have adapted very quickly to Major League Soccer. Um, is that a mindset thing, or do you just feel very comfortable uh, within the league so far? Uh, bienvenue à Los Angeles. Tu sembles peut-être uh, adapté très rapidement uh, à la MLS. Est-ce que c'est est grâce à, à ton mental ou alors uh, c'est grâce uh, au jeu et uh, au fait que la MLS te convient? Un peu de tout, un peu de tout. Il euh, euh, y a aussi euh, le club et euh, les coéquipiers qui, qui ont tout fait pour que, que je sois dans de bonnes conditions. Et puis, euh, c'est plus facile aussi d'avoir quelques euh, joueurs qui parlent français. Et euh, voilà, ça m'a aidé. Et aussi, euh, le fait que, que ma famille soit aussi avec moi, c'est ça en plus. It's a bit of everything. Uh, the club and the teammates also make everything to, for me to, to feel in good conditions. And uh, what is helpful too is to have uh, some players speaking French and to have my family here. Merci. Uh, next we'll go to Gio Garcia. Hey Ryan, uh, great to meet you. I wanted to ask you about you being able to score your first goal and how good did it feel to come off the corner kick? Uh, il veut te parler à propos de, de ton premier but et, et du corner, comment tu t'es senti uh, et comment ça s'est passé. Alors uh, tout ça, je ne vais pas vous mentir que voilà, c'est travailler uh, à l'entraînement et, et là aujourd'hui, uh, ce jour-là, pardon, ça, ça nous a réussi et, et tant mieux pour l'équipe. Et puis uh, en plus de ça, on, on gagne le match, donc uh, on est deux fois plus content. I won't lie to you, it's, it has been a work during practices and uh, on that day we were successful. So it's, it's great and uh, we, were, uh, we had a, a double fun, a double pleasure because we won the game. Thank you. Next we'll go to Josu Lopez. Josue, sorry. Don't worry, it's okay. Thank you so much. What do you think about the Ça va bien, merci. <laughs> Thank you. That, that's all my French. Um, you know, speaking of French, having Kevin, Samuel, you know, guys that speak, speak the same language as, as yours, does that facilitate the adaptation process to MLS? Avoir d'autres joueurs qui parlent français dans l'équipe, à quel point ça facilite ton adaptation à la MLS? Um, on sait, dans le foot, uh, la communication est très importante. Donc, uh, à partir de ce moment-là, on sait que qu'on doit qu'on qu s'entraide et euh, et comme je le dis voilà dans le foot euh, il faut il faut s'adapter et, et aussi euh, mettre y mettre euh, du soi pour pour, pour 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 aussi aider les autres in soccer communication is very very important uh, so we help each other and we also have to, to adapt and uh, make the necessary efforts to help each other next we'll go to larry morgan you have your hand raised larry bienvenue ryan comment vas-tu um i'd like to ask him uh, the adjustment to a new league a new team a new country has it gone 
easier than he expected? Was he expecting it to be a lot harder? Just his overall thoughts on that. Par rapport à tes attentes avant d'arriver, comment est-ce que ton adaptation à un, un nouveau club, une nouvelle ville et un nouveau championnat se passe bah, Cela se passe très bien. Euh, C'est un peu euh, plus compliqué euh, de, de trouver une maison ici, mais, <rire> mais, euh, mais ça se passe plutôt très bien. Et, et puis voilà, C'est aussi à moi de, de m'adapter. Je pense que je le fais bien et, et c'est tant mieux. Merci beaucoup. <laughs> Everything happens very well, except maybe it's a bit tougher to find a house here. But uh, for, for the rest, uh, I have also to make efforts to adapt myself and I think it, it happens well. Awesome. Well, if there are no more questions for Ryan, um, we'll end this press conference. Thank you for the time, Ryan. Thank you, Matthias, for translating. Thank you guys for taking the time to participate and we'll make a, uh, a version of this available. And obviously the Galaxy are playing on Saturday.